Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! There was a man named Tissy. He did a smelly pissy. <laughs> Horrible, man. Horrible. Oh, it's actually turning my stomach a little bit. Grim. It is grim. Just kill me. Just kill me. They wrapped chickens to wounds. It's unreal. Hello, and welcome to Weird Tales in the Unexplainable. Thank you for downloading. Uh, it's lovely to have you with us. My name's Beef, and I'll be hosting this episode as you're listening to it. And uh, co-hosts, as always, say hello, Mr. Bob Shoy. Hello, Mr. Bob Shoy. Uh, say hello, Mr. Adam Tears. Hello. Awesome, you boys all right? <laughs> I really want to put an echo on Tiss's hello. It, looked, it sounded hello. like it needed an echo. Hello. Yeah, we're okay. In the edit. Yeah, good. really good. We always ask that question, but we've we've been talking for about 10 minutes already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we I will say everyone at my training group really appreciated their shout out on the last episode. <laughs> good. Well, glad. Please keep listening. I can't believe they haven't listened to the old ones first. Have you listened to some of the old ones, though? No. Man, the sound quality is whack. Yeah, it's night and day. It's just different. And I it? even yeah. went back and improved some of those early ones, and there's only so much you can do. <laughs> well, like the Star Wars <laughs> films, you went back on like VHS and uh, yeah, I was basically extra... George Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> Master- remastered version. The of remastered version. Like the first twenty or so episodes, I went and boosted the sound levels and stuff, but they still don't sound great. Dolby Digital. <laughs> so yeah, um, one 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 of the guys I work with was listening to uh, sort of the last half an hour in the garden after work the other day, and his wife was basically like, "Who are these idiots?" <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, lovely, great, thanks. In a good way. Appreciate that. He said, "These are my best friends. Um, I appreciate you don't slag." <laughs> this them is off, my new please. favorite podcast. So. I couldn't imagine the idea of this being played. Is it out out loud? Was that? Yeah, I can't imagine it being played out loud oh, ever by anyone. Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, hang on a minute. Sorry, I misheard that. So they were outside and it yeah. was being played outside. Yeah, he put it on a big speaker so the neighbours could hear it. No fucking way. That is no. <laughs> cringe. Ugh, that is horrible. That's strange how I, I don't mind like one person listening, but multiple at the same time that maybe uh, don't want to listen. They can compare notes, aren't they? 
I guess it's people that <laughs> dangerous territory. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I'm glad you guys are okay. I hope you're ready for tonight. Uh, I'm ready. It's a bit later than we usually start, but I'm ready. It is. It's uh, yeah. Apologies for that. So Joel's got chicken pox at the minute. Oh, lovely. That's pretty good. It means he won't get shingles in later life, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better to get it now. Get it out of the way. <clears throat> I, 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 I had it twice. Did you? Yeah. I think Rachel and I could still technically get shingles, but it's quite rare. Was it itchy? Mm. He does every now and then. He's like, it's itchy, daddy, and he's like scratching <laughs> his body. And you're like, yeah, I know, mate. Don't scratch it. Have you got like frozen peas you can put on it, or an ice pack? No, you get like uh, this lotion chamomile. Do you set like a um, tent tent up in front of the fridge, like Homer and Bart? <laughs> it's cool in here, boy. <laughs> Q-clip. Homer, my hat goes off to you. It's cool in here, boy. For the rest of the summer, we can live inside the refrigerator. Homer, the fridge wasn't meant to be used this way. Although I must say, it's certainly refreshing. I got the idea when I noticed the refrigerator was cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it took me a while to get him to bed because we had to basically just cover him in cream. But we are here recording now. We're ready. So what are we, what are we recording? Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about weird middle ages. Whoa, okay. Ooh. We're really chucking some crazy ones out of these last few episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've gone way into history. It's like dinosaurs, Da Vinci, the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I hadn't really... Yeah, I guess I hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> I know, I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying the, the historical trio. Yeah. Um, I will admit, it's a little bit Game of Thrones uh, inspired in okay. that. I was watching it earlier this week, and so I was we're like, chasing the figures like Game of Thrones is hot. Yeah, we're like we're like five years too late. <laughs> yeah, we're all of a sudden, oh yeah, dragons. Beef, what did you think to the last episode? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's not talk about Star Wars or Game of Thrones. They're both contentious, and I'm gonna cut all this talk. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So ba- basically, we're recording an episode of Horrible Histories tonight. Horrible histories. Pretty much, yeah. I, I, I think. Do we go into the plague, the dark plague? Is that what it's called? The bubonic, the black, black death, black, black death, black bubonic death. No, black death is uh, the pirate. Thing. Bubonic plague, black death. Yeah. Oh, that was about- we haven't done pirates yet. Pirates are kind of mysterious, right? Oh, I might do weird pirates next. Does that count? <laughs> just That's turning into a historical <laughs> podcast. But pirates are fucking weird, right? <laughs> We're just doing history. Pirates are so weird. <laughs> like there's a lot of lore attached to it isn't there yeah I'm going to do the Victorians <laughs> I'm doing an episode about the Stuarts <laughs> the Stuarts is the middle ages that's what I'm talking about oh no right, okay so that's good you're going to educate me because I'm really bad at history no so I, I didn't just um, yeah I didn't just randomly pick a like well we've, we've been looking at history recently so let's look at another time period but it je- when you look into the Middle Ages, there's tons of really strange, weird stuff that they believed. The way they lived is weird. Um, the way they um, practice medicine is weird. All the mythology surrounding it, the Black Death, there's so much uh, in this time period. Um, there's also there's there's yeah there's just tons of stuff which I find to be really interesting, um, and it's kind of different to. 
other time periods because you sort of uh if you look at the way they practice medicine for example it's it although before obviously their knowledge uh of medicine was so limited this is where medicine just started to shift and they started to understand more about it but because of that they experiment they experimented more and they tried weird shit because they just thought well ah uh, when um when i went to london with Nikki Druce from Macabre London, we yeah. went to an old like uh, medical. Basically, assistant handing him like orange from the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a magic trick. <laughs> yeah, we went to a place in London. They had loads of those weird old medical instruments and uh, ingredients and create weird shit in there. It was pretty yeah. eye opening and it's stomach just, churning. The thing is, though, with the with the whole medicine thing, like let's say in a hundred years there's a cure for cancer they're right. going to look back on us today and be like oh these weirdos they didn't even know how to cure cancer like, i can't believe the thing the things they were trying yeah, yeah so it feels a bit weird to look back and go oh i can't believe the stuff they tried to heal the sick and to cure diseases but it just feels like it was a time period where they just tried anything because they were they were just starting to pick up um uh yeah they just started to pick things up what, and it was what year um year stretch is this Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I was just about year to tell stretch. you. Year stretch. <laughs> a stretchy year of... Beef, could you 12... just give us the year stretch of this period? The year <laughs> just crunch those years for me, Beef. You yeah, just riff through the year stretch, uh, year stretch for me. <laughs> so I'm so glad you asked. This takes me really neatly into this part. So um, it, the year stretch is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go with 12th, that, I think. The, the 12th to the 15th century... Uh, okay. Okay. That's, so that's why it covers. That's a long time. That it is a long me. time. What? Uh, we, it's we're a talking, really like, long 1600s, time. Sixteen hundreds, you say? Sixteenth uh, century, right? That's six, yeah. Yeah. 16th. Yeah. Twelfth. Twelfth to the fifteenth. So that. So I think the Stuarts were before the Tudors, weren't they? The James bat- Stuart. Is that right? Yeah. Dan Daniel Stuart. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Stuart. Jimmy Stuart. Uh, yeah, that's all within the same time period. Um, but uh, I'm just going to go through a quick, just a few interesting facts about uh, medieval times and the way people lived to begin with. Um, so uh, in, med- in the Middle Ages, people were divided into groups based on what skills they had. Um, so in terms of it, you know, it wasn't so much a case of um, like there being separate classes. They were just divided up depending on what they were good at. So we we often think that middle ages it, you were divided it was rich and poor um that that is kind of right but it's it was more um depending on what you could do what you could offer to society um a medieval writers divided society into three groups so they had those who fight so you had all the knights um and all the soldiers etc and all the sirs those who pray so loads of clergy and vicars and priests, nuns, monks, and then those who work. So you'd have like butchers, bakers, candlestick makers, <laughs> uh, tinker tailor, soldier spy, uh, uh, fishermen, tradesmen, etc., etc. Um, so there's prayers, fighters, and workers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, and uh, I just if. Try to picture, if you can, like a bustling medieval town. You just have people crammed in everywhere. The do streets are really narrow. Do you want me to put a soundscape underneath this bit where you describe it? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Yeah, I'll do it. 
Yeah. Do a bit of five minute folklore on it. Sounds good. Um, so lots of hustle and bustle, uh, really narrow streets. Oh, yeah, uh, it's really atmospheric. Yeah. You hear it going on all around me. Uh, for example, have you been to York? Yeah, it's not far yeah. from me. It, it's not, it's not. It's, it's about 45 minutes from, from me. Exactly. It will just like York, if you go to those really tiny back streets, it's pretty much... Um, so there's loads of noise. There was town crier walking through, church bells ringing, traders calling out, shouting out what they were selling, etc. Um... And then at dusk, you'd have a bell ringing for curfew, where everyone was supposed to shut up shop, shut up everything they were doing for the day, get in the house, uh, and then like a, a watch would patrol around the streets looking for thieves and apprentices. So this is where I'm thinking of like Skyrim and Thieves Guild. Yeah, the Thieves. That's Guild, exactly what I thought of when you before you even said Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to quickly look at. Um, what people did for fun in Tudor England because there are some things which are just well, they're obviously all completely different to the sort of stuff we would do now but it's just some of it is mental um, so people would go to public executions it was like massive entertainment I do find that weird isn't that weird yeah that could strange. you I don't want to watch someone die if I've got no. the choice that was normalised though back then like yeah you didn't have cinemas and shit so you slim pickings I suppose, yeah, I might go to a cinema and see people die in a film. Do you think that there was a lot of people who objected to that, or do you think it was like people who no. just either watched it or didn't? Like you said, it was normalised. Yeah. But imagine that being normal. Mm. That's that's weird that that's normal, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not something I can imagine enjoying. Uh, yeah, but like you say, it was only the wealthy that could go to the theatre or go see... Like a, I don't know, just go see something going on. Um, this next one is mental. I can't imagine this ever. Uh, join in with a football match. <laughs> <laughs> Play football. Play football. That's Kick amazing. a football around. To me, that's like you're like, get hold of this. Marilyn Monroe <laughs> didn't even have a glass of water. <laughs> uh. Yeah, they like watching people die. Equally, they also played football. <laughs> Yeah, which whichever one takes your fancy. Oh, I've seen enough people die this week. I might just go kick a ball around. Play headers and volleys. Um, if you didn't want to play football, you could play a game called Cudgels. C-U-D-G-E-L. Cudgels. Or Shin Hacks. Shin Hacks sounds so painful. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, so two, it's a, a two simple games for, for two players. Uh, so to play cudgels, two people would stand opposite each other, right. each holding... This is where it goes wrong. Right. Straight away then. Yeah. Each holding a heavy stick. Right. They then take it in turns to hit each other. <laughs> and the person left standing wins. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That sounds fun. We should do that. If we ever have a Weird Tales meetup, we'll have a big old tournament of cudgels. Yeah, play cudgels. <laughs> Uh, uh, shin hacks is mental as again. Um, two people, or two people again, standing opposite each other in their biggest, heaviest boots. <laughs> I bet you can't guess what they're going to do with those Are big, they... heavy boots. <laughs> they're going to kick each other in the shins by any chance. Fuck's sake! 
Right. Yeah. We live in a great time right now. You think when about you that shit. When you hit yourself in the shin, how painful is it? Leg kicks are just horrible, man. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Someone kicks you in the leg, yeah. that is worse than death. That is worse than death. <laughs> it's kicks in the leg and hitting, being hit with a remote control. Those two things. <laughs> Uh, universally yeah. hurt. No, remote controls are... When you get hit with a remote like, control? If someone throws you, it at you. Got your brother or your dad or whatever. Someone chucks it at you. It happens. No one in my family's ever thrown a remote control at me. Well, you obviously haven't angered think, someone think in front of the telly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the guy with the remote control, though. I always have it at my side. So. And you've never used it? I've never used it. I, I choose not to use my powers for evil. You're such a pacifist. You should be the prime minister. <laughs> You'd be great with nukes. Yeah, exactly. They are I've weapons. got it, but I'm not going to use it. <laughs> so yeah, um, shin hacks, that sounds good. So that was shin hacks. Um, if you didn't fancy that... I don't. Uh, then you could you could go watch The Strolling Players, which is a group of actors that would tour from village to village. Um, and act out well-known stories or plays. So they would be a group of plays that you would be familiar with. So it'd be like a, a re-one of Friends. Right. They have bards as well. Is that the same thing or is it different? Bards. Yeah, yeah, go bards. around singing um, songs and stories. They would yeah. sing about other famous people, wouldn't they? Yeah. There was a man named Tissy. He did <laughs> a smelly pissy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so childish. Uh, so close to home. <laughs> I might even cut it. <laughs> it's that stupid. It's so I might stupid. cut that. Can you put some I'll music in the background it. of it? Like, do, 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 do. I'll eat, what I'm going to do with that is either cut it or open the episode with it. <laughs> the latter. You have to send me that the file. Latter. I'm definitely going to remix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh,. Uh, one final thing uh, that people would do in Tudor times for fun uh, is uh, bet on blood sports. So, oh, that's nice. Like like shins or shin hacks. A game of shin hacks has got out of hand. So what sort of blood sports were they? Uh, bears and bulls just get them oh. to fight each other. What about other like and... gladiators? Was it after, like, uh, not gladiators, but like... Uh, we didn't have gladiatorial combat in England, though, did we? That was in... Like, like no, but like... Uh, that, this was way joust, back. Jousting yeah, and, that, that and swords. In, it was Greece and Italy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but what about jousting and swords and shit? You know, like, swords, uh, tournaments. That was... I think that was mainly for wealthy people. Yeah. Because you would have your your knights yeah, would yeah. do it, and it would be... Um, but the common people would uh, flock... Yeah, from village to village playing shin hacks and <laughs> Over the river from me, literally like two weeks ago, there was a jousting tournament. Really? Yeah, and I could That's hear it mad. going on. Fuck off. In the modern day, there's no. jousting. Yeah, because I live opposite the Royal Armouries Museum in Leeds. Uh. So they have, at Easter, they had the um, yeah jousting tournament. Like horses charging each other. Like they all come alive at the summer solstice. Start charging each other. We've come a long way, baby. <laughs> Obviously not with jousting. <laughs> yeah, we so we've still got um, cockfighting, haven't we? Well, that still exists. Do we? We shouldn't. We shouldn't, but it does exist. It does still happen. Um, I couldn't tell you anywhere it happens, though. No, I mean I've not ever seen it happen. But the the one difference is that they would. Um, so the chickens, they would be 
It says, I mean, forced to attack each other. I don't know how you force a chicken to fight. This um, that makes me feel so queasy. But they would have, they would sharpen their beaks oh. uh, and then attach metal blades oh, to the end of their God. beaks. Um, so they're just nutters. That sounds awful. Just... The 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 idea of a, uh, two chickens with their beaks sharpened and metal blades attached to themselves running at each other is something I don't want to see. No. Thing is, if people die a lot and it's very normal to die, then maybe death isn't yeah. thought of as such a sacred thing. Whereas for us, it's like. But it's still normal to die. Yeah, but it's. It's not normal to die, do you say? It's normal to die still. Oh yeah, it is normal to die. But I guess we live in such a. We we are distanced from it nowadays, though. Yeah. If someone dies, you get the someone round to sort it out. You don't sit in the living room with the corpse. No. And uh, your lifespan was much shorter as well. Yeah, exactly. So I think, uh, so if you go to the beginning of the 12th century, I think life expectancy was like 30, mid-30s. Oh man, we're like there. We're knocking on death's door. Imagine that. Um, Sweet release. And then it gradually got, you know, better and better. So I guess, yeah, you're probably right to So I guess they're so used to death, it was just, just the normal part of life. And yeah. Uh, later on, we'll come on to Black Death and, and some other st- stuff as well. So it's just common. Um, one final thing, actually, before I move on to uh, the next section. Uh, Tiss, I thought you would like this in particular. Um, okay. This is just, I read this and I just pissed myself. Um, in, in laughter, <laughs> not like <laughs> I couldn't control myself. Um, so in November, every single year, the poor in the town would elect a lord of misrule so basically a a village idiot um (laughs) who would wear a paper crown on his head and get up to mischief (laughs) so the lord of misrule was also called the abbot of misrule a king of misrule did he get paid no no why is he doing it though he must have got free drinks by the way mate you're an idiot now okay yeah I don't get to eat then. He must have got free drinks and stuff. Thrown at him. Because idiots were like, uh, what are they called? Like court jesters, like fools. Like, right? Fools, yeah. So they would be respected in a, in a kind of non-respective way. Well, to, to a degree, it wasn't actually a bad job to have. So they were given this role and part of their expectation um, was to manage all the Christmas fest- festivities held... Um, in all the courts and in houses of all the noblemen and in law schools and colleges and universities. So they had it was quite a big role. If you were in a big city, like if you were in Cambridge and you were the Lord of Misrule, yeah, um, it was potentially quite a nice job. But also, it also meant that you could pretty much just be a dick <laughs> and get away with stuff because you were the Lord of Misrule. Basically, you get to be Homer Simpson. For a little while. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Bart Simpson philosophy. Just if it feels good, do it. What's that? Gaddafi's law? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But during their reign, uh, which lasted anywhere between 12 days and three months. So it would go right into the new year. Three months. Three months. Yeah. They were responsible for arranging, like I say, Christmas entertainment um, plays, processions, and then feasts. I wouldn't trust an idiot to arrange my Christmas entertainment. 
No, <laughs> especially when the poor in the in the town just picked whoever, like the biggest div, um, <laughs> amongst them, we just get picked for it. Uh, yeah, so there we go. So there was just a little bit of uh, bit of social history for you there. I, I thought it was quite interesting. Anyway, would you like to be um, a village idiotess? No, I don't think so. Too much pressure. I think when I was younger, I could have handled it. Now, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> Too much responsibility. I like idiocy in small bursts, and uh, right. yeah, I just can't. I can't deal with uh, full-on full idiocy. I keep thinking of the episode where um, Homer becomes the town crier yeah. <laughs> on Jebediah Springfield's <laughs> festival, and he and well, Flanders gets it, but he like usurps him. <laughs> yeah. You saw diddly yuck, Flanders. Give me that. Hear ye, hear ye, ye old town crier proclaimed crappy by all. So we're now going to move on to, at the beginning of the episode, I started talking a little bit about uh, medicine, uh, medicine through time and, and the, the way medicine changed and the way they carried uh, medical practice out, and the kind of stuff they would do. And then within that, I'll talk a little bit about the Black Death. Mm-hmm. So first of all, uh, I've just got a little video. Medicine through time. The medieval period. The medieval period was famous for disgusting disease, strange superstitions, and of course, massive beards. This was a time of crafty clergymen and wicked witch doctors chipping in with bonkers ideas. But to understand this crazy period, we need to go back even further. Meet Hippocrates the father of modern medicine and the owner of a fabulous beard. Unlike other doctors of the time who prayed to the gods for help, he believed in careful observation and bodily treatments. Hippocrates thought that to treat people effectively, we must first try to understand how the human body worked. He invented the theory of the four humours, which hypothesised that the body contained four substances, black bile, yellow bile, blood and phlegm. He said that if any of the four humours were out of balance, you'd become ill. To bring them back into balance, he suggested purging or even bleeding, which, aside from achieving nothing, was quite frankly gross and rather messy. But some of Hippocrates' less bonkers ideas have stood the test of time and are still used today, nearly 2,500 years later. Like the Hippocratic Oath, which says doctors must do their patients no harm, or at least not intentionally. So he was more than just a pretty beard after all. Let's give him a jolly loud round of applause. Yes, well done. Another influential beard, I'm sorry, uh, physician, was Claudius Galen. Galen lived in Rome and made many major breakthroughs in anatomy, which is basically the study of the inner workings of the body, and also involves lots of cutting up animals like pigs, apes, and even some humans. Yuck. Galen's influence and discoveries such as that arteries carry blood remained hugely influential and unchallenged for almost 15 centuries after his death, so he must have been heading in the right direction. Fast forward a few hundred years and things got dark. Not literally, but things were dark and a bit depressing, generally. The Roman Empire split in two. War broke out across the whole of Europe. Death and destruction was rife. And people were suffering. They needed hope from a higher place. And so, a supernatural approach to medicine reared its head once again. Oh. I'm with you, Hippocrates. 
the muddled madness of the supernatural Dark Ages soon gave way to the Middle Ages. But medicine didn't get much better. By now, the church held a tight grip over medical ideas and preached that sickness was divine punishment for sin. The church did allow dissection, but the results would have to support the old ideas of Galen. Galen's theories suited the church's notion of there being only one God, who created humans and their body parts for a purpose. Doctors' treatments were still based on Hippocrates' four humours, and with most people not being able to afford them anyway, they turned instead to apothecaries, monks and wise men who had about as much medical knowledge as one of Galen's apes. It really was monkey business. <laughs> Things were bad. People were sick, getting sicker, or just plain dead. Even the monarchy didn't want to get involved because they thought public health was beneath them. So people continued to be treated by untrained surgeons who, if you were lucky, may have picked up a few tips on the battlefield, or who, if you were unlucky, may have simply got bored of cutting hair. I asked for a short back inside. Enter the Black Death. One of the biggest pandemics in history, it wiped out 40% of Britain's population. Thanks to overcrowding, poor living conditions and terrible public health, the Black Death spread rapidly and was near impossible to control. The disease caused violent fever, oozing sores and swollen armpits. <laughs> nice. At the time, no one had a clue what caused it. Most people believed it was a curse from God and started praying like mad. Some doctors advised not to overeat or overdrink. Others recommended simply chanting spells or lighting candles to ward off evil spirits. Some people even used shaved chickens to try and cure themselves. And you can just imagine how effective rubbing raw chicken into an open gaping wound was, can't you? So we finished these 450 medieval years almost where we started. Galen's influence still overshadowed medical thought. People believed superstitions and prayer could cure all. Medicine was strangled by the overreaching arms of the church. Barbers were moonlighting as surgeons. Doctors were flying the flag for Hippocrates. Chickens were getting a raw deal. Raw, sorry. And so progress was as fast as one of Galen's mutilated pigs running the 100 meters. I think you get the picture. There we go. Wow. Amazing. Got a few notes from that. You did, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. What what were your notes? Um, basically, it's a miracle that everyone didn't die and the humans are still even here. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I want to um that chicken thing. I Bobby, I saw you. Yeah, rubbing raw chicken on a wound is. But like you say, yeah. it seems obvious to us now. It's hard yeah. to ever put myself in a mindset where I think, oh yeah, that's that could work. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they, um, so this is, um, so Rachel told me all about the chicken thing uh, over dinner. Uh, we weren't nice. eating chicken. Uh, so what they did is they would, instead of, so strangely enough, they didn't want to cause the chicken any distress. Um, so they didn't pluck the feathers out, which would obviously cause pain, but they shaved the feathers off <laughs> um, of, a li- of a live chicken. Humiliation, <laughs> much worse. I know. Um, and then strap them to the buboes, which were the, like, disgusting, pulsy, blister, pussy, disgusting, oh, bulbous sacks. They wrapped chickens to wounds. It's unreal. Uh, str- they, they would just strap them with, like, pieces of material just because they they thought that the disease would then transfer to the chicken. <laughs> that was the trial and error era. And then they eat the chicken. Just like, <laughs> yeah. let's try this. Yeah. I mean, they had it was worth a shot, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I, I guess so. 
I didn't know it wouldn't work. No, and this is this is the thing is it's easy for us to laugh now, but imagine if you had absolutely no idea, like nothing. I mean, their pit, their armpits are swelling up. Yeah, that's going to make you panic. Imagine going back there now with what you know now. You'd be a god. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think you would. I think you'd probably be burnt at the stake. They'd think you were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, definitely me. They'd be listen to this idiot. He says that rubbing raw chicken on our swollen pits is stupid. He says the world is round. He might as well be the fucking village idiot, whatever it's called. The Lord of Mayhem. Yeah. (laughs) The Lord of Misrule. That's it. Yeah. Uh, So you've got some swelling on your armpit. Rub a a live chicken on it and uh, we'll be fine. Um, Don't pluck it, though. Shave it. Yeah, come on, (laughs) mate. Do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Tis, I saw you were pretty shocked with the percentage of the Black Death. Black Death, 40% of the population. That's like Thanos levels, man. Yeah, nearly. Near enough. Yeah, 40%. So it was something like... Um, I'm sure this is true. I, I'm Rachel might correct me, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure she said um, 30 million people across Europe died of Black Death. It's a lot. Mad. What was it caused by? Rats. Rats. Uh, yeah, but what? Just rats, just rats, just rose up and rats disease carried the all. disease. And but what did the disease come from originally? Filth, like... rats and filth. It's just a uh, just just general garbage. Okay, just because um the uh, Holland was really badly affected by it as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much every country in Western Europe was was pretty decimated by it. I went to the Amsterdam dungeons. Oh yeah, and uh, that a lot of that was about the rats and the, and the Black Death and how it affected like the ports, yeah. obviously in the Netherlands. But they just they just had no I- no idea because in their minds they were like, well, the rats have always been around, so why would it be the rats? Doesn't make any sense. Is that the plague doctor times as well? Yeah, with the big beak masks. Yeah, I've got interesting facts about the plague mask. Are you going to talk about that, or shall I delve in? I'm I'm not. You can delve in. Okay, so the Plague Doctor masks, uh, you know the massive snout they've got? Yeah. Uh, do you know what that is for? Uh, didn't they put some smelling stuff in it? Yeah, they put incense in. Their theory was if you can't smell the disease, it can't get into your body. Mm. So by jamming it with nice smelling things, the disease yeah. air could not get in. Okay, I knew they shoved incense and shit in it, but I didn't know why, yeah. Crazy, yeah. That was their science at the time. That that is correct. Stick some nag shamper in there, <laughs> off the market. Um, but they would also so they thought that yeah they thought that the cause of black death was just horrible smell. Um, so doctors advise people to uh, doctors advise people to just go and sit in the sewers for a bit. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, with all your gaping wounds, go and sit in some filth. That'll help. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine sitting there just thinking like, "Am I stupid? Like, am I stupid?" <laughs> and then dying, never know. <laughs> dying of stupidity. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, the, sorry, I carry on, beef. No, no, no. What are you going to say? Um, well, one, there were some pretty um, grisly sound effects that were enjoyable during that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. more importantly, the four humours. Yes. Were interesting. Uh, that is something that I, I think I left a little bit of it in. 
the uh, talking back to that macabre London episode I did. But yeah. uh, I was actually talking to Nikki a lot about that that day because she knows her stuff about that that sort of thing. Yeah. And she was the person who introduced me to that concept of the four humours. So it's interesting to hear it come up again. And it's yeah, black bile, yellow bile, blood, blood and phlegm. Disgusting. Yeah, gross. the worst cocktail I can think of. And it sounds absolutely minging. Yeah, but that's where the leeches and stuff came from, isn't it? They want the blood out. Yes. If it's blood, if they can, it's one of those things is wrong with you. So if it's, they determine it's the blood, get out the leeches, they'll get that out. Yeah, exactly. So they, but this is this is why I find fascinating, and this is what is so weird about this time period. They just generally had no idea, and it seems like okay, so you don't have a clue, so you may as well try a few things. But it seems like they weren't even being careful. It was like, yeah, just go and sit in some some diarrhea in a sewage. It'll probably be fine. <laughs> just try it. But um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get you guys to picture visiting a doctor. Okay. In the Middle Ages, um, so I hate some... visiting the doctor now. So fuck me. I yeah, I know, I know, right? It's like we can go to the doctor anytime you want, and you're gonna see someone decent. And um, yeah, but it was to to go and find out what's wrong. So say for example, you wake up feeling a bit ill, or right. maybe. There's like some pus coming out from an oh. orifice, uh, something like that. Right. Um, Say no more. Go, you go to the doctor if you could afford to go to the doctor, because a lots of people just couldn't afford to go to a doctor. No NHS. Um, no, 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 no. They, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you'd you'd go to see a doctor if you could, and then he's gonna. It's, this isn't too different. He'll ask you to do a little wee in a bottle. Right. Okay. Uh, some and things then never a, change. No way. No, just just have a wee in a bottle. Uh, it comes back to <laughs> just have a just wee for... in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, then the doctor would examine it three times. Don't know why three times. <laughs> just to be sure. Uh, once when it was fresh. For it's for sight, <laughs> smell, and taste, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> taste it. Drink it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. What did he do? Uh, so one the first time when it was fresh. Right. Again, when it was it cooled down, I don't know how oh, hot people's piss God. was. Like a fresh S- morning, stale piss on the side of the room. <laughs> Stinking there. Oh. Um, and finally, when it was completely cold, uh, oh. and and I'm afraid your doctor would probably taste it. Really, um, I was joking. No, just to, to see if it was sweet oh. or sour or bitter. Or if it had like a bit of a head on it, can't can't he feed it to his assistant and tell him what they think? Yeah. Oh, um, that's rank. And if the doctor lifted that up to his charts and still couldn't really fathom what was wrong, you'd have to do a poo <laughs> on a tr- on a tray. <laughs> How humiliating! Wow. And uh, and then he would pretty much do the same thing again. Not taste um, it. Yeah, a bit. Like shaving off a bit of meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gross. Sorry if anyone's eating while they're listening to this. Normally, when we start talking about poo, we've gone off topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not this time. Not this time. But just imagine, right, this is what the wealthy people, or the people that could afford a doctor, would get. So imagine this is what this is what the good 
This is what was offered to you if you could get good medical care. As you could go see a doctor and this is what he would get you to do. But this is why so many people would just go see some herbalist or like you would hear word of someone in the town that would be able to give you some herbal remedy and this is where people would rub like it's not test like so so i'm talking yeah, about herbal remedy herbal remedy <laughs> yeah yeah hard drugs yeah um um or people will go to churches and pray because they're just like i can't afford to go to a doctor and maybe they didn't really want to pill on a tray no it's not no. worth it no so um yeah, or they would just go to like a carnival. Lots of people would go to a fair or a carnival and they would have like a little stall there. Um, not a poo stall, like a stall at a fake. And, uh, <laughs> a little, a little stall, stall the... for their stall. <laughs> a stall oh, of stalls. I've left my stall at the carnival. <laughs> um, and you could pick something up from, from the carnival. So you pick up some something which... Someone, someone else's stall. But imagine like... I just can't imagine living in a time where medical knowledge was so poor, like so, so poor, that they, yeah, I just can't, I don't know, can't imagine it. I don't want to imagine it, it sounds awful. <laughs> For the sake of the episode, I'm going to imagine it. <laughs> What's it like, Tiss? <laughs> Gross. I mean, should we put Tiss in a time machine? Tiss, just step into this machine for me. Yeah, comfortable? <laughs> yeah. All right, now, just, here we go. Just going to close that. <clears throat> now, he's going back. I've set the date to uh, sometime in the Middle Ages, Beef. And uh, we're going to get Tiss to call in from the time <laughs> phone now. Tiss, what's it this like is, back there? This is reminiscent of that episode, episode. Uh, past, past life regression. regression. And uh, what, what's the state of the area there? What's the smells? It, it smells, smells fucking horrible. <laughs> Thanks. Come to us live for the Middle Ages. Tiss. <laughs> right, Beef, carry on. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so now I'm going to look a little bit more into certain treatments um, that doctors would give once they figured out what was wrong with you. Uh, I'm just going to look into the treatments they offered. So... Uh, quite a common one, uh, particularly if it was something and you were describing a pain inside your body, um, they would uh, basically like let your body purge itself of blood. So they would just not stab you, but give you a little cut, let the blood oh. come out um, to see if they could gauge like how healthy you were inside. I have, there's like nothing, I haven't been able to find anything that would tell me what they would do with that information once they knew what colour your blood was. But they would let... look at it. Yeah. They'd probably or... fucking taste it again. <laughs> yeah, but this is all comes down to the to the four humours, doesn't it? What's inside of you and yeah, yeah. The, the, the bile. But I've just uh, taken some things which are, are mostly still common problems that we get today. I've just eaten a really big bowl of like creamy, yellow, coconutty dal. <laughs> Oh. And you're talking of yellow bile is really like yeah. Sorry about that. Going to be like not digest it nicely. No. Oh, ah. sorry. Let's just. I'm just going to bring Tiss back before we carry on. Tiss, you back? Yeah, I'm back. Cool. <laughs> um. So, just a few other treatments to go through uh, for common um, problems. So, 
for a toothache, and this is these are genuine medical treatments. Okay. Uh, for a toothache, take a whole corn of pepper mm-hmm. and chew on it. See, when I cook with whole peppercorns, which I do often, I, f- I always get kind of pissed off when I accidentally bite down on the peppercorn in yeah. the middle of my meal. It ruins the next bit. Yeah, it's awful. So, yeah, that's not nice. Not not great. For swollen eyes, doesn't I don't know what swollen eye Is that like pink eye? I don't know. Maybe. Swollen eyes. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> what would you do with swollen eyes, Beef? For for swollen eyes, take a live crab. <laughs> of course. Not how I was expecting it to start. Take a live crab, poke out its eyes, oh. and, put, and put it back in the water. Why? Yeah, I know. How is that helping you? S- because, obviously... It's like my eyes hurt, so you're going to take it out of someone else's right? eyes. I'm not finished. Stick the stick the crab's eyes onto your neck and you will be well. Oh. It just looks like you've got a couple of horrible moles. Why on your... I don't understand. Why on your neck if your eyes are hurting? <laughs> Why wouldn't you rub the crab's eyes on your eyes? you got to go crabbing. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. you're impaired vision. Oh, that's so horrible. And then that poor crab's <laughs> going to have a really horrific slow death. Oh, that's bad. Lovely. Uh, for wheezing and shortness of breath. <laughs> wheezing. Wheezing and shortness of breath. So if you've got asthma, uh, yep. kill a fox. Kill a fox. Okay. Right. That's not going to happen. Take its... <laughs> take out its liver and lungs. No. No. Chop them up. Uh, mix it with wine and then drink it. Nah. Oh, sorry. Uh, wait a minute. I forgot. I forgot the last little bit. Chop it up. Mix it with wine. Drink it out of a church bell. <laughs> wow. I've changed Mental. my tune, actually, boys. I'm up for that. <laughs> no, it's the tune of the ringing church bell. <laughs> um, this one. This one's like the. Uh, if I was if I was any of these ones, I wouldn't mind doing this next one. Right, if you're okay. bit if you're bitten by a snake, um, smear. Oh, actually, oh, hang on a minute, I didn't read that bit. Smear earwax on the bite. Earwax. Right. I read wax. That's a lot of earwax to get hold yeah. of to smear on a bite. Um, then ask the priest to say a prayer for you. <laughs> Doesn't say what kind of prayer. It could be praying anything. Um, if you. If you accidentally drink an insect in the water, how often did these things happen? Um, and how would you... I suppose it'd have to be a big insect. Yeah, because I probably um, drink insects in my drink all the time. Um, I'm afraid this is another animal thing. If you accidentally drink an insect, find a sheep, cut into it, and drink the blood while it's still hot. Oh, Jesus. If you take long gulps, all will be well. How are you not gagging if you're taking long gulps of hot blood? What was that for again? Uh, just drinking an insect. Oh, fucking hell, man. That's over the top. <laughs> <laughs> you drink an insect and you have to kill a sheep and drink Drinking the blood is way worse than drinking the insect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. killing it the is, sheep is way worse than both. Like, I've swallowed a fly before. Yeah. You know, when you're out on a bicycle or something, you're going really fast. I've swallowed a fly. You go, oh, God. 
I didn't think they'd think, right, where's the nearest sheep? Yeah. Sounds like the rules of a mad, murderous psychopath. Yeah, it was mental. Uh, there's just one more. <laughs> it was <Right>. mental. <laughs> it was a time. <laughs> it was a mental time, guys, that summer. Uh, there's one more. Uh, yeah. For warts. Right. Hold a live toad next to the skin. Next to, not even on the skin, just next to the skin. Right. All of these things are relying on me being around these animals, which I'm never around. I don't think I've ever actually seen a toad in real life in the UK. I saw one yesterday. I've definitely seen a toad. Actually, I'm lying. I saw one like two weeks ago. But when I saw it, <laughs> when I saw it, I was amazed because I was like, wow, I've never seen a toad in England. I always see frogs. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Toad, <What>? I can't. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Toad. Uh, and soon... Your skin will soften and the warts will disappear. I mean... It doesn't, though, does it? I just... I don't know how successful these were, to be honest. If I was to pick the wartiest of all animals, a toad is amongst (laughs) the... (laughs) If anything, it would commune with the wart and help it grow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it would. So disrespectful to any toads listening. I'm so sorry. They've got it all wrong. Do you think they left all this evidence to be like, I bet the people in the future are going to think we're well stupid? Maybe. Yeah, it was a joke book and someone Troll. found it. Because if people found our memes, they'd think we're totally nuts. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think memes are nuts now. Crying Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, no, Michael Johnson. No. <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> Michael Jordan, sorry. Michael Jordan. Uh, okay. Uh, should we talk a little bit about Black Yeah, Death? let's get off Michael Jackson. Let's talk a little bit about Black Death. The bubonic plague. Yeah. What's a bubon? Uh, well, the bubon was uh, the bubos right. were the um, the Lumps. bulby sack of Ugh. shite. Under I wish your... I never asked. Yeah. So, well, you, yeah, he did ask. So, um, I'm just gonna get this video ready. I've just got a little video. Okay. Uh, if it's of a bubo, I don't want to see it. No, well, fortunately, you're not. You're not going one of them to see horrible it, so. videos you get that come up on your Facebook where it's like lancing a giant boil. <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's a BBC bite size one, so it's going to be quite. You know, it's going to be right. Biting on a bubo. Uh, so I'm just going to get this ready. Sorry, honking for bobo. <laughs> bobo. And this, uh, yes, yeah, so this video just tells a little bit of the history of Black Death, where it came from, how it spread, where it spread to, etc. Do you know what honking on bobo is, by the way? What? You know, I just said honking on Bobo. Isn't yeah. Bobo a clown? Honking on Bobo is the name of an Aerosmith album. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> honking on Bobo. The front cover like... of it is just a picture of a, um, what's it called? The... A mouth organ. It's... A harmonica. It's just a picture of a harmonica and it says honking on Bobo. I'll bet it's just uh <laughs> I bet it's just a drug reference. It's definitely a drug reference. Okay. Honking on anything. I've, I've just... on... That that name just comes into my head every now and then. Honking on Bobo. <laughs> honking on Bobo. I swear honk I swear Bobo's a clown. Yeah, you honk him up. <laughs> you honk on Bobo. Uh-huh. Like on his nose. Yeah. Oh that's it. So you're not having to do drugs, Tess. Wow. Right. Uh, I've got this video ready now. So this okay. is just a little bit of uh, history of the Black Death. Okay. 
bubonic plague. There was a time when diseases had good names, strong names, names you could understand. This is the story of one such disease, the Black Death. It was a disease which lived in fleas that lived on black rats. It's thought to have started in China in 1330 and spread to Europe through trade. People didn't always help themselves. In fact, some actually helped the disease to spread. For example, one army flung dead plague victims at a town they were attacking. In 1348, the Black Death hit Dorset. Traders continued to spread the disease through England, Wales, Ireland and Scotland. Medieval towns didn't have rubbish collections every Friday morning and their best waste water systems were open sewers. So they were probably pretty dirty. Dirtier than the dirtiest thing you can imagine. They stank and the fleas and rats flourished in them. Medieval doctors had no idea what caused the Black Death. Some believed it was down to bad smells or a terrible punishment from God. And there was no end of attempted cures, from the bizarre to the downright ridiculous. I give you, make your house smell nice with herbs or sit in a sewer for a bit. Unsurprisingly, some thought these cures were a bit silly and had the much more realistic idea that ten-year-old treacle, cooked onions or arsenic would be the solution. But guess what? None of these cures worked. And in the end, the Black Death wiped out about half the population, and it didn't end there, returning to England on many occasions. Unsurprisingly, the Black Death had a huge effect on the country. Many people were a bit miffed and blamed the church. The poor began to resent the rich. The Black Death may have helped to destroy the feudal system. Right, there we go. So, a little bit about the Black Death. Mm, sitting in the um, sewer. Yeah, sit in a sewer. It's just, I just don't. Why not? Yeah, give it a go. If if you're in that much pain, I'd try anything. I think. Well, maybe not that, but sounds awful though, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just your body's just, just like rotting away around you. Ugh. horrific. But it was. Uh, I mean, if if you're gonna have an epidemic, it, it was like the perfect storm. You know, doctors were shocking. <laughs> Couldn't help. Um. And it was just like, imagine like, particularly in like a really hot summer, imagine living that close to each other in that, like on top of each other. And there's like shit floating down the, the street and like pap everywhere. The worst summer. Just, it'd be awful, wouldn't it? You wouldn't want to live it. Imagine living in London or something like that. It'd be dreadful. Yeah. Just absolutely disgusting. As it said, uh, it came across from uh, into Dorset um, and across from China. Through trade, so obviously the rats would have come in on the ships, um, and before you know it, it's all over all over Europe. So did it come into Weymouth? Uh, I don't know. I Might have. Sure. I just remember because I would say I have a lot of family that live in Weymouth. Shout out to anyone in Weymouth. And um, there was a thing there called the Time Walk. It's an old thing that I used to go on when I was a kid. It doesn't exist anymore. But when you went around the time walk, it was like the history of Weymouth told through this cat's like nine lives. And there was a bit where he talks about the bubonic plague coming in. Oh, okay. And it just that you talking about that him just mentioning you mentioning uh, Dorset really like rang a bell with that for me. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd imagine so. I think it was it I mean if it's half of the country that died, I'd imagine it was in pretty much every built up area in mm. the country. Um but uh, I just want to go over some of these uh, causes, what they believe the causes were at the time. 
Um, one that really interested me, I thought, well, that's weird, um, and a little bit out there, was um, around the time where um, the epidemic was at its very worst, um, astrologers had noticed that the planets had aligned, which only happens once every, like, I don't know, it's not very, it's not, it's quite rare, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and they believe that that had something to do with it, that um, apparently the belief was that it released um, extraordinary amounts of um, like foreign gases into the atmosphere and that made people sick. Okay. Um, people I bet they thought religious... that was a really high-tech idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at the time they must have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely to do with the alignment of the planets. Um, Not because we're fucking disgusting pigs and live in our own <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, they some people also believed it was a punishment from God, which was said in the yeah. um, uh, and then the bad smell like this. Well, that's a earlier. classic, isn't it? Anytime there's like a bad plague or illness going around, God did yeah. it. Yeah, which is why you would end up having people um out in the streets. Uh, whipping themselves to try and get rid of it because they felt like if they punished themselves, right. that God would stop punishing them for self-flagellation. That's it, flagellation. Yeah, well done. You get a point for the word. Thank you. Um, people that, also... that language degree is really paying off. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. I got an imaginary point on my podcast. Well done. It's a shrewd buck. <laughs> but. Uh... This is uh, a few things here that people would do to try and get rid of it. Um, apart from uh, going to a doctor, people would obviously have other other things, other ideas. Um, people would chase away cats and dogs from all the towns because they believed that they were the ones that carried the disease. Um, so they weren't they weren't far away. It was rats, but they thought it was the cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, people who could afford them would eat crushed emeralds because they believed that emeralds held For healing powers. For sake. I know. It's mental, isn't it? Um, And also, eating arsenic, which... What's arsenic? Arsenic's a poison, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A poison? Yeah, it's like a... It's like a toxic... Isn't it like a toxic chemical? It's like a... But- why would they just eat... What else does it do? It can't just be a poison, right? Otherwise, you just not drink it or eat it, right? Well... Tissy, I'll tell you the uh, Google definition of arsenic. Yeah. Okay. Arsenic is a chemical element with the symbol AS and atomic number 33. Arsenic occurs in many minerals, usually in combination with sulfur and metals, but also as a pure elemental crystal. Uh, metalloid, various allotropes, but only the grey... That's more like the technical... How does it affect the human body? It's found in low levels are found in soil, water, and air. And exposure to high levels of arsenic are associated with higher rates of skin cancer, bladder cancer, lung cancer, as well as heart disease. Um, there we go. Jesus. So it's not good for you, but you know, no. better than Black Death, I guess. Well, it definitely wouldn't definitely wouldn't get rid of the plague, I should think. But uh, this this next one is. Is horrific. There is um there is arsenic that occurs naturally in foods such as fruits, vegetables, grains, and fish. Basically, my entire diet. Oh. I'm going to die of uh, <laughs> arsenic poisoning. <laughs> but it's probably a you know it's 
Probably like a healthy amount of arsenic. Well, yeah, not munching on it. Like no, uh... mm, yummy arsenic. Um, so, uh, yeah, flagellation we've we've looked at. Uh, this next one's mental. So there was a belief that if they killed all the Jews in the town, oh, um, that would that would get rid of it because there was a belief that the Jewish people were poisoning the water in the wells. Isn't it crazy throughout history? It's always like at one point or another, there's always one person who's like, probably the Jews. Yep. Yeah. Literally yes. through history. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. It's, uh, yeah, there's, it's been pretty horrific persecution of Jewish people since biblical times, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. What, what um, were they called before uh, Judaism? It was like the the group of people that got cast out of I the Israelites. Israelites, that was it. Yeah, so, yeah. But even before uh, the Israelites, right? There was some... Before yeah, Moses yeah. and the Egyptians, it was like the the something. I remember I was reading that little book of history. <laughs> right. And uh, No, wait. Little book of religion. Sorry. Right. Uh, and it was like uh, hi- the religious history, and it started with that. Like the first religion was like early, early Judaism. Yeah. Yeah, if you go, it goes back to before the Israelites. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they've they've had a hard time, the Jews, unfortunately. But they didn't um, cause the um, the bubonic no. plague. No, let's let's make let's make that clear. And I'm obvious. happy to come down on the stance that it wasn't them. No, I I don't think it's no, got anything to do not. with Jewish people whatsoever. Uh, so do you, do you guys want to hear what what kind of symptoms you would feel if you had plague? Uh, if you got bubonic plague, you would be in quite a lot of abdominal pain, uh, diarrhea, nausea, nice. and vomiting. Not just vomiting, but like excessive vomiting. Classic. Um, fever and, and getting chills. So, so far, not too different from like a gastric flu or something like that. It sounds like you have had like a bad takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, extreme weakness. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, that's This sounds like yeah. food poisoning, like when I've had yeah, it food does. poisoning. So far it's uh food poisoning until now, lots of bleeding. Oh. Um so they think it was due to the, the blood not being able to clot. Um that you would pretty much just bleed out of every orifice. Oh god. Um shock. So you go into shock because they couldn't control fevers, your body would just go into shock, and then eventually your skin would turn black from gangrene. Oh, it's actually um, turning my stomach a little bit. <laughs> I am sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it happened to me. Because I've because the first few symptoms I can remember like vividly. Like oh yeah, when you've like got such bad food poisoning, you're feeling like weak and shivery and oh like yeah, shitting, sicking, everything. And then I'm thinking, imagine the next step. My skin's going black. My, my orifices are bleeding. Like, oh my god, I feel faint thinking about it. It's so scary. <laughs> god. Yeah, it's uh, it's just awful. Yeah. So the 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 buboes are the boils that would be under their <sighs> armpits, in your groin. Oh. Um. It's all like your tender areas, isn't it? Groin, armpits. Yeah. Behind oh. your ears, <laughs> as well. Uh. Some of them would be as big as apples or onions. So oh, pretty, fuck pretty off. big. <laughs> Fucking a couple of onions hanging off my groin. 
Um, you know when you get a string of onions hanging up in like a friend's <laughs> shop, that hanging between my legs. Yeah. Oh my life. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think we need to hear any more, do we? About about that, about the sort of things that would happen to you. It just sounds awful. No. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. Um, the funny thing is, though, that some people would get all of these symptoms um, and then just recover. Really? Yeah. Like, not everyone died from it. It was some people, um, yeah, just mysteriously would just recover from it. That is weird. That's mental. That the body will fight that off. Which is, which is why... That's the weirdest part of all of this. It yeah. is, isn't it? What's the percentage chance? No, what's the, the odds chance of that happening? One in a million? I don't know. But it's yeah, I don't know. It's got to be slim. But you you can see now, you can see why why when someone might recover, they would then say to their mate who had it, they're like, "Oh, I stuck a chicken on it." Oh and yeah, and I'm I'm yeah. better now. It worked for him. Yeah, exactly. I read Mystic Meg that morning. Maybe it did work. <laughs> yeah, it's like when people win the lottery, they always go, "Well, you know what? When I thought of those numbers." I was doing some bullshit that had no relation to it. I think that was what made me win. I was wearing my lucky socks that day. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no, you're just remembering something in hindsight. Yeah. That isn't what made you win the fucking lottery. Yeah. Yeah. Gullible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is <laughs> To their own stories. You believe everything <laughs> you think, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? You could believe anything you thought of. You could make yourself believe anything. What What would it be, did you say? No, you just imagine that. It's like a really bad X-Men character. <laughs> <laughs> can make himself believe anything he thinks of. Well, that's just deluded people. Yeah. That's not a superpower. No one else believes it. <laughs> no. God, can you imagine being around him? Anyway, carry on, babe. Uh, no, I think that was that was it on the Black Death and right. on medicine. Uh, it just sounds pretty awful. I just I just thought Horrible. that was interesting, and that would explain why superstition was um, uh, so big, and people would believe in magic and and the, some of the crazy herbal remedies they would go into because yeah. you know if some people recover from it, and they're just gonna... so there, there were people claiming to be magicians. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's you know that was that would have been someone's trade, wouldn't it? <laughs> Great. Uh, Just a bullshitter. Get a job as a bullshitter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. they knew they weren't magic. No. Exactly. I've got one more session, one more little section. Okay. Which probably won't take too long. Uh if you if you're up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh awesome. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it. Hopefully it's not gonna be too depressing after hearing all of that. Unfortunately, oh, this God. is what the Middle Ages is. A lot of it it's, is just, it's just like... It's just the worst time. Grim. It is grim. There's so much of it, which is horrific. Uh, which is why I, I thought I need to pop in a, a couple of BBC Bite Size videos just to make... With jaunty music, just to make it interesting. Like, not interesting, yeah. just to make Somehow it... Somehow they make all the hacking off limbs sound like fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, so, I kind of... Started looking at uh, what we're about to look at. I kind of started looking at it and, and got a bit nostalgic because I was thinking back to our witchcraft episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, History of witchcraft. Uh, because in the Middle Ages, they, they love to torture people. Oh, God. Oh, they love to torture people. Uh, so we're going to go through some torture techniques. 
Tiss, you're all right. You're Tiss, right, are you yes. ready? Yeah. Tiss, I, I listened back to uh I listened back to that episode today to make sure I wasn't gonna repeat stuff. Uh do a classic beef and yeah. repeat a load of stuff. And I'm not repeating anything, but Tiss I in my in my head I'd had this idea that you hated it and you were like hating all the torture techniques, but uh you really enjoyed it last time, so I'm hoping you're gonna enjoy some of these. Yeah, I'm sure. He didn't <laughs> the one that he really hated was the serial killers one. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that one was... up, that one upset him a lot. <laughs> when we scary. started talking about making lampshades out of human skin, he didn't like it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're just gonna have a look at a few. I I don't think. I mean, they're all pretty grim, but it's oh, not horrible. that. It's uh. But I I just I love again. This is what I love about this time period. This this sort of stuff was normal, completely normal. Yeah. I mean, oh God, I sometimes I just think about how one, I put myself in the mindset of like, how could someone torture someone? I could not, I can't, I've never punched someone in the face. I couldn't do it. I've been in situations where I probably should have, but I couldn't, I can't do it. No. But then I also put myself in the situation, obviously, of imagine being tortured. The things they did, just yeah. imagine it. I can't, I can't no. even imagine it. No, it's. I couldn't imagine doing it and I couldn't imagine being on the end. I couldn't like, yeah, I just couldn't, I don't, I don't know how you could do it to someone else. Even if well, I was thinking though, what if you knew they'd done something absolutely horrific? Oh, it's only, I can't like pull someone's fingernails off or something, you know? Ugh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. It's like, um, I, I couldn't even cope with that, uh, that mission on GTA five where Trevor like does loads of horrible stuff to that guy. Well, we talked about it with Rev Pete Laws. Oh, did we? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to crack through. I found uh, I found some of the most common ones, uh, and they're all horrible. They're all obviously disgusting and, and brutal, but I just find this stuff fascinating. Right. Um, Brace ourselves. Number one, uh, the, just called The Saw. So, uh, I mean, there's a picture here which, which does all the talking. Uh, but you can't see the picture. So uh, let's just read it out. The victim Mm -hmm. would be held upside down, allowing all the blood to rush to their head. And then the... the Even that's like torture to me already. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, stop. It sounds awful. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then the torture would slowly start slicing them between their legs. Oh... That's There's horrific, a really, really horrible one that, again, it was on that macabre London because we went to one of the dungeons. And if you say it, well, you might, you're possibly going to say it, but it was the one that really stuck with me. Right. Which was? Boiling people alive. Oh, I'm not going to say that one, but yeah, that's just pretty... They just boil them. <laughs> they just yeah. boil them. Until their skin starts falling off. Just cook. They just boil them. Imagine that. You're in the big vat of water with your head poking out and they just start boiling you. Your skin yeah. starts falling off. <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? It's awful. I couldn't I just, stop thinking about it all day. No. I went for a coffee with her afterwards, and I was just sort of like shaking. <laughs> it was like boiling coffee. It was like yeah. when um, it was like when Rod and Todd Flanders watch it and scratchy for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, what's the red stuff coming out of Kitty's ears? Uh, that's uh, just raspberry jam. Dad. Should I poke Rod with a sharp thing like the mouse did? No, son. 
No siree, Bob. Yeah. Oh, come on then, Beef. Let's just hear some horrible stomach-churning things. But the whole thing with Torch, the whole thing that I can't... Is, like, the amount of thought that goes into these things. Like, how can we make this as awful as possible? Oh. Um. So, but, the, but you would... Uh, so, being sawed in half, upside down... Horrible. Uh, you would pretty much remain conscious all the way until they got to your middle. That's awful. So that's the saw. Um, this next one is just, just horrible. Um, no, they're all. I mean, they're all horrible. Um, I love, I love all these names as well. These names don't leave anything to the imagination. The breast ripper. Oh God. Oh. Uh, so these were used for women who were accused of adultery or oh. abortion, and uh, just uh, oh. grab the old breast oh. and uh, pull it off. Oh my god! Or not even pull it off. Sometimes just rip it a bit. Oh, um, I feel like honestly, I feel a bit sick. <laughs> I won't mention all of these then. Uh, this next one, I think, isn't going to cause you too much. These uh, I'm I, yeah, just rattling through like top of the pops. Um, in at number three, I'll play some music in the background. <laughs> Haven't we done that before? Yes, I've done it before. <laughs> I think it was on a horrible list like this as well. Oh my God. In at number three, uh, the rack. We all know about the rack, don't we? With the stretching, stretching you out, yeah. Uh, which is just horrible. horrible. Uh. Next one, knee splitter. Oh fucking hell, these names. Fuck Guys, you can't off. you can't even see these. You can't even see kneecap. Well I'm gonna have to put them on the blog. I I'll send you I'll send you the, the link obviously. I'm gonna pop it on the WhatsApp because I want you all to see it. Oh um, fucking hell. The knee uh, splitter. The knee splitter That's look it just gross. looks like a, a, a couple of uh blocks of wood with with like sharp teeth. It looks like a big mouth. Uh, and then just pop your knee in between it. Oh. And, and uh, ha- yeah, hey, press Just kill me. Just kill me. It sounds like a heavy metal band, Knee Splitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iron Maiden, which is also what we said on the the History of Witchcraft. Episode 62, <laughs> that one was. Yeah, that's, a um, good one. that's a really good one. It was good. Uh, this next one is what what got me thinking about Middle Ages and the, the link from Game of Thrones, the Head Crusher. Okay. Uh, so you you pop your head in a little device and it just crushes it from top to bottom. Uh, no, side to side. Oh, oh, they turn the they twist it, don't they? Turn it tightens, tightens, tightens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rank. So horrific. Do your eyes pop out when you do that? Uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. It did happen. <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> Um, so, yes, I think they did. Actually, I'm just just in now. Yes, I forgot it for officially. They do pop out. <laughs> well, it's because I read the next bit and couldn't believe how awful. So, your yes, your eyes would pop out, and then out of your popped out eye sockets, your brain would seep out of the eye socket. Oh no! It's just a. <laughs> Oh, it's just it's gross. Adding insult to injury. Just meat. Because you're already That's dead by are. that point. They're just like, huh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> the shame you feel after you die, to be honest, is like minimalized because you're dead. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. Fucking state of your corpse, though. 
just whose idea was this? I don't understand who's... No, it's, you definitely shit you yourself when you die anyway, right? Yeah, we talked yeah. about that a few So humiliation is built into death no matter what. Just gross. Just letting well, go of just, all of it. But you just like... I think... <laughs> like the, I, you're right, it's the humiliation, isn't it? Because... I would imagine. To be honest, when I'm going through that, the last thing I'm thinking of, how embarrassing. Yeah. How oh, embarrassing. I bet, that's I the bet last I poo thing myself. I'm You're splitting my knees, right? You're splitting my knees open. I'm like, oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> no, but I mean. You're definitely, like... sh- I'd shit myself pre the knee ripper, man. Oh, yeah. I would have no shit left for death. <laughs> I would have cocked it long before. I mean the head, the head, the head crusher. <clears throat> I'd imagine you would die pretty quickly. Oh, but I they do it so slowly, don't they? They do it so slowly that you would you go through the stages of being like brain dead, oh. and then can I imagine it? That is so awful. embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, lobotomies uh, commonplace. <laughs> lobotomies. Thinking about the different stages of brain trauma, and lobotomy is one of them. But that's... didn't they just get like a long nail and chop it into your? Yeah, it's like a certain region of your brain. They just they sever the tie between one part and the other part talking, and it. Uh, the guy who did it got a Nobel Peace Prize for it, right? He designed it. Who? I think. I feel so know. queasy. Um. Uh, the next one, I, I feel like. One of you might have heard of this next one for some reason. I don't know why, though. Uh, the wheel. <laughs> the wheel. <laughs> I've heard of a wheel. Not like, not just the standard wheel that you would get on a Best car. Best thing since sliced bread, actually. <laughs> sliced bread or the wheel, which came first? Definitely sliced bread, if I'm honest. If I'm honest. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> if, I'm being... <laughs> if I'm lying, <laughs> if I'm being honest, it was probably sliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being a dishonest person, maybe I'll throw the wheel if in I'm, there. As a, if I'm pulling as a your wild leg, card. Oh if, if I'm pulling your leg, I think you'll find the the, uh, the wheel came first. When they say as the best thing since sliced bread, is it like modern sliced bread or just bread sliced in any? Because I guess bread has been sliced since bread's been around. In some fashion. Don't know, it depends what you're eating. It sounds like an Alan Partridge segment. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You actually <laughs> sound like Alan Partridge. <laughs> oh. um, right. Yeah, the wheel. So, the wheel. Uh, most commonly used in Germany during right. the Middle Ages. Uh, the wheel was... Apparently, the Germans' favourite form of execution. <laughs> they so bloody love they, it. Uh, they could not get enough of this. Uh, <laughs> they would flock in droves to go and watch someone executed by form of wheel. Um, so <laughs> the victim was tied to a wheel on the ground right. and wooden cross pieces were placed under each major joint. So your wrists, oh, ankles, God. hips, shoulders and knees. <sighs> and then the torture would just start hammering them in and oh. because of how smashed in your your limbs would be uh they were just basically braided around the edges of the wheel and you just sat there waiting until you died um and apparently the, the reason people liked watching this is because they could then keep talking to the victims while they were dying oh 
So, which That's is delightful. Nice. Totally delightful. Uh, That's crazy. Mm, we've got... I'm afraid now, so, boys... It was a game of personalities, I guess, executing the... Uh, because if you if you conversed with the people correctly, you'd still die, but you'd be remembered as like a good wheel contestant. Famous last words. Yeah. I guess that's so. Maybe, what, maybe that's where that comes from. People on the wheel <laughs> and their last words, and it was made famous. And it's like famous last words. I bet they loved it. If you were on the wheel and you're trying to act like it doesn't even hurt. Oh, stop tickling me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it would have yeah. been all over it like oh, look at this bad bastard <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't started yet I can't hardly feel nothing <laughs> it feels like a fly just landed on my joint it'd be like a Monty Python skits right <laughs> well torture is awful these torture methods yeah they're pretty bad uh, they're just about to get worse oh for fuck's sake Shit. Uh, we're, but the luck, the the good news is we're on the last two, so it's fine. Okay. We're on the home straight now, boys. So this is uh, like coming at the top of the charts. Yeah, coming in at number whatever. Two. Uh, <laughs> the the wooden horse. Right. Uh, the wooden horse. This is so, the famous Troy wooden horse, maybe. Apparently, according to uh, historians, this is. The most painful torture device used throughout all of history. According uh, to... I mean, co- according to people that have never gone through it, I'm guessing. So how do they know? They compared them. Yeah, exactly. Or... They want to make their field seem very interesting by saying it's the most. Uh, but they were used in American colonial times as well as medieval times. Right. Um, Shit. So uh, the horse is basically a triangular device. Uh, and really sharp at the top. The victim then sits or straddles on the horse. Oh, fuck. Placing their full body weight uh, on it. And then they would have additional weights tied to their ankles to keep them from falling off. And then uh, you would slowly just, uh, just, just fall down it and be sliced in, in, in half. Right through the gooch. Right. <laughs> oh. So embarrassing. Oh, uh, you wouldn't watch, would you? You'd close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what, if it was oh. you or if you were just there to watch it? Both. Yeah. Oh, that. I mean, that's fucking awful. This is normal, though. This is all normal. It's this not stuff normal. That they t- no, it's not. <laughs> Who invented that? Normal. Who thought of that? I know. And why the anus? Why is everything done to the anus? They just leave it alone. Well, to be fair, that's the first one I've heard that's about the anus. <laughs> well, no, uh, maybe it's because I've just read the next one, which is also oh, about the anus. Oh, <laughs> Spoiler the alert. Is it a pair of agony? <laughs> the pair of anguish. We talked about it on witchcraft. Yeah, is it a pair it's of not that, favorite? Oh. It's not that. No, no, no. I thought it was that. Uh, no, this, was, this is called the Judas Cradle. In at number one. Sounds awful already. Just the name sounds awful. So very similar to like the Wooden Horse. It sounds like a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a, a metal band. Yeah. Judas Cradle. Judas Cradle. So it's a pyramid shape again, sharpened at the top. You'd Classic. sit on the top, or you'd actually be lowered onto it via ropes. Um, and as the victim was lowered... 
the device would slowly tear open their anus, vulva, or scrotum. Whatever hit ah. there first. It was just whatever got there first. And uh, <laughs> you're, uh, If you're uh, low lowered, are you trying to move your body so it goes through your bum or your scrotum? I would probably want it to go in my scrotum. Really? I don't know. What would you do? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. I'm past caring. If I'm getting lowered down there, well, what is going through your mind when you're getting lowered? You're, you're not thinking, oh, not my bum. You're thinking, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine you'd be thinking too much, to be honest. No. Just to be in horrific agony no matter oh, what. Oh, I hope no one thinks I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, if you were deeply, deeply religious back then, maybe you would be worried that people would think you're gay, including God. Maybe. Oh, man. Oh, anyway, they're horrible, mate. They are horrific. I'm right, in, I'm right in thinking they were probably homophobic in those days, right? Oh, yeah. The, the people yeah. are homophobic now. So. Oh, well, yeah. no. I mean, now, of course. But I mean, like, in the Greek times, they weren't. In the mm. Greek times, it was like... Come one, come all. A lot more fluidity. Well, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I've heard heard rumours of, <laughs> of that place. It was... Yeah. That's a cultural thing, though, isn't it? I think it's... But they, they also used homosexuality as a form of, um, like, older men would use it as a way of inserting oh, dominance over younger yeah. men. Well, it's like um, prison rules, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, it wasn't strictly the same. It wasn't homosexuality as we would know it today. No. Uh, but yeah, they didn't mind it, really. So, which is, you know, we've come a long way, probably. Not We're not there yet, but... Come a long way. Uh, I'm going to end it there because I feel sick. Yeah, that's yeah. horrible, um, horrible end. But I Horrible mean... end to a horrible, <laughs> horrible <laughs> time that I've had <laughs> over the last hour and a half. It's just a horrible end. To, Illness like... and torture. It just... started with falls. Yeah, I know, and, and lots of folly at the beginning. Or maybe should well, have finished Well, even that. that was kicking each other in the fucking shin. I know. What is wrong with them in the Middle Ages? They couldn't, they loved just violence. Horrific, horrific violence. But uh, well, yeah, we've we've come to a grisly end, just like the people on the wooden horse. Oh, love it. Very uh, good. Or being cradled by Judas in their anus. Or scrotum or vulva. Vulva as well. Judas. Oh, Judas cradle. Yeah, so I, I, am, I am sorry, but I'm kind of not sorry because I find this stuff interesting. It is very interesting. It's just I I just find it bizarre that that's just normal and torture's normal now I suppose but it's not the same is it? No. Like our our method. I, I, I don't think it's normal now. It's not. No no no. It's not normal. It, might, but it happens, but it's it not happens. Normal. It's not no. normal. But maybe the methods are a little bit less barbaric. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh, but that's that's about it. I'm gonna end right there because I think we've had enough. Okay. <sighs> well, thanks, Beef. I think. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. It was a really good episode. Um, do you want a listener of the week? Uh, yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. Uh, this week, I'm going to give it to a regular listener, Kat Waters. Hi, Kat. So she posted something. I don't know if you guys saw this. When After the uh, Dinosaurs episode went up, there's a comment on that post, and I yeah. just really enjoyed this story. She said, basically, um, when she was a kid, uh, she wanted to watch Jurassic Park, 
I'm paraphrasing here. I'm going to get it up while I talk. But she wanted to watch Jurassic Park, but her parents thought it was too scary. Kind of how yeah. we talked about in the episode. And yeah. um, so her parents made a sort of like director's cut version of Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, no way. So the way she uh, describes it on here, I've got it up now. Their edit basically started uh, with a bit of the dig site, the helicopter ride, and all the, then all the nice bits where they meet the friendly animals and watch the movie of Mr. DNA. Then they get back <laughs> on the helicopter and go home. Apparently, as a three-year-old, I turned to my parents and said, they had a lovely day out. My mind was blown when I saw the actual film years later. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm guessing it didn't include the toilet scene and the, uh, the director's cut. No. no. That would be great in amongst that. <laughs> Just one cut of a guy on the toilet. That toilet one still scarred me today. So there we go. Yeah, I love that story. So thanks so much, Kat. Listen to the week. Yeah, that is great. I want to see that version though now. Oh yeah, it sounds really lovely. Yeah. Just like the lovely version of it. The yeah. worst thing that happens in that is like the Triceratops has a bad tummy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Malcolm comes in and goes, that is one big pile of shit. No, that's too rude. That gets cut. I just leave it in. Um, so anyway, if you want to send us any fun stories about anything related to the show, you can do so uh, on any of our social media accounts, uh, which you can find links to on the website, weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com. Uh, aside from links to that, there's also links to places you can buy uh, Weird Tales merch. Uh, there's ways you can support the show monetarily. There are um, links. There's a blog on that website with um, all the links to the videos and things and pictures of everything we talk about in every episode, including this one. Uh, you can contact us on there. Um, and uh, if you've got any music to send our way send that as well we like playing listeners music on the outro and uh, I feel like I have did that outro stuff really quick is that everything? it is everything yeah wow smashing it uh, send us a rating and reviews on iTunes that's the other one ratings and reviews on iTunes really helpful yes if you can be bothered to look, the, um, the annoying thing about that is you have to do it on your computer so people don't normally listen to podcasts on their computer if you can be bothered to log into iTunes on your computer and leave a rating and review it's really appreciated. I know it's effort, but it helps us out. No, it really does. And I think we're done. Oh, um, outro music this week uh, is the song AKA by Superpowers. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Well, thanks for bearing with that, guys. I know it was a bit of a slog towards the end. I mean, it was good, but yeah, it was no. painful. Yeah, well, not as painful as the whatever, Judas Cradle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do I need to do like an outro bit? If you want. Uh, just, uh, I mean, there's no pun there, really, I don't think. Until next time, don't stop honking on Bobo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, see you later. See you later, guys. Love you bye, lots. Bye-bye.
Yeah, the so um Daniel Stewart's. I do I do think I haven't just he's <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even leave it in because everyone is like who's Daniel Stewart? <laughs> oh god. Uh, oh, the Daniel Stewart's. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what a tedious link. Yeah. Imagine that! Imagine having to explain <laughs> that. Talking to the stewards, Daniel Stewart. Sure, sir. Okay. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.